Hello everyone, Alan Mischer here from VitalityExplorers.com. You can join Vitality Explorers by going to that website and signing up for a free text message newsletter that comes to your phone once a week or sometimes twice a week with uh, scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. You can also uh, subscribe to Vitality Explorers uh, uh, on Substack where this audio podcast comes uh, from, as well as the articles that we go over during Vitality Explorer News. Now, this week, we're going to learn about why it is better to learn at 2x speed, and you may even be listening to this podcast at 2x speed, uh, how exercises improve our mental health, and why sleep can help you actually lose weight. Uh, if you find this interesting, please forward this on to your friends, family, to help enhance their vitality. So let's begin with this idea of listening to books, lectures, or podcasts uh, at faster than 1x speed. Now, this is something that's, uh, that's come around in the last uh, few years, uh, where you can listen to a recorded lecture if you're a college student or a student of any type uh, uh, at faster than normal speed. Uh, but what happens when you listen at 1.5 or 2x speed or 2.5 speed? Uh, I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time because I felt a little guilty if I listened to a podcast at 1.5 speed. Am I actually learning that? Does it hurt my comp uh, comprehension, actually? Uh, so interestingly, there was a, a paper that looked at that. And this paper found that listening to up to 2x speed, twice as fast, does not decrease your comp uh, comprehension. And doing that may actually be good for you. So let's, let's dive into this a little bit. I think this is a cool time hack that can improve your ability to learn. Um, again, the data suggests that, that if you listen to a lecture, podcast, or a book at twice speed, twice the speed, 2x speed, uh, and then listen to it again a week later, you will have better comprehension than if you listen to the lecture just once at 1x speed. This means you can spend the same amount of time quote, studying, but have a better overall uh, performance. Now, this paper helped me realize that I'm not hurting myself when I listen to a book, podcast, or, or lecture at 1.5 or 2x. I often listen at 1.5. I think I, I lose a little bit of the nuance uh, of the tone of the speaker if they're going 2x or higher. Now, what the paper found, and you can, again, find this on the Vitality Explorer Substack site if you want uh, to see the, the references, uh, but your compensation, or excuse me, compensation, your comprehension tails off when you, when you start listening faster than 2x, like at 2.5x speed. So again, the idea for listening at up to twice the speed is, is actually not bad for you and it may be good for you, especially if you consider this in, in terms of studying. If you were taking a class and you listened to the lecture at 2x speed, and then a week, less, <clears throat> a week later, listened again at 2x speed, you are actually better than if you just listened to it once at uh, 1x speed, which is the equivalent amount of time. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to move on now and look at physical activity and whether or not physical activity can improve your overall mental health and vitality. So we, we know the past two years has been brutal for our mental, physical, social, and spiritual well-being. Uh, obviously, the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, has radically altered our lives. Uh, we've lost loved ones. We've had uh, people who have been in the hospital or sick. Our schools, colleges, and workplaces have actually turned into what I call Zoom land. Uh, but what is the best, one of the best ways to crawl out of this devastating uh, situation? 
for more than a year now, I've been advocating that exercise is one of the best ways to do that. And I recommend that we exercise relentlessly or just get moving. Now, this can be any form of exercise, walking, hiking, lifting weights, yoga, any sport you like to play, just get moving. I call it the Move Now Challenge. And the benefits are massive for your overall vitality. Again, the data suggests exercise is especially important for your mental health. Now, if you look at the graph that's up on Substack, it's called the forest plot. And um, this type of analysis actually displays the results of a series of studies that ask the same question and then plots out the result. And in a meta-analysis, which is sort of a large study of studies, 12 out of 13 studies found there was a positive correlation between physical activity and overall mental health. Let me say that again. 12 out of 13 studies found a positive correlation between physical activity and overall mental health. This is a powerful data set that should be, you know, really carefully evaluated. Uh, Physical physical activity doesn't just help our bodies. It clearly helps our mental health and our our minds. So, again, this, this positive correlation between physical activity and mental health can be connected to even another one if you exercise with a friend. Think about it. You can improve your physical health, your mental health, and your social health if you just take a walk with a friend, take a hike with a friend, go play golf, go play tennis, do something. All three, You're hitting on three of the four major components of your vitality when you exercise with a friend or family member. Um, so suggestion is to start today and get moving. It's an excellent way to over all enhance your vitality. Now, the final one we're going to talk about is, you know, whether or not you can sleep and lose weight. Uh, sleep better to, you know, sleep more to lose some weight. Uh, and the published data, again, confirms that sleeping longer helps us control our weight. But I think it's important to kind of pause for a second and understand, uh, we, you know, we've had a, a significant problem with both weight and short sleep. So, again, you can find the, the references on the, the Substack site here, uh, Vitality Explorers on Substack, if you want to read, read more of the data about this. But the prevalence of obesity and type 2 diabetes has literally been exploding worldwide over the last couple decades, or even three or four decades. So the average sleep duration dropped from 8 to 9 hours a night in 1960 to 7 hours in 1995. And the prevalence of short sleep duration... Uh, defined as less than seven hours per night, um, was as high as 45% in 2014. These are according to the Center for Disease Control. Um, and now the CDC has, has labeled sleep insufficiency as a public health epidemic. So why does short sleep or and or poor sleep lead to weight gain? I think understanding the physiology helps. So when you sleep less or sleep poorly, your body re- reacts by producing hormones like ghrelin, GHR. E-L-I-N, ghrelin, and that uh, increases your hunger. Poor sleep also activates your endocannabinoid system. Now, the endocannabinoid system is sort of your natural marijuana system. This system governs food intake, you get the munchies, and leads to overconsumption and weight gain if activated. So if you sleep poorly or sleep less, these mechanisms are in place that are going to make you hungrier. So short sleep also leads to an imbalance of stress hormones and increases your inflammatory um, blood markers. And there's a cool little graphic up on the Substack site, so check that out if you can. So what can we do to enhance our vitality and lose a little weight? I would suggest that you start today and consider sleep a superpower. 
Make a commitment to making sleep a priority. And here's three specific suggestions. There's a lot of things you can do, but one of the best ways to improve your sleep is to, number one, set a sleep time and wake time that is consistent. Your body kind of gets used to it. Think about your dog. Your dog knows what time it is, even if uh, the daylight savings time changes. They know when they want their breakfast or when they have to go out. And your body becomes adjusted to that particular consistency in a good way. So set a number one, set a sleep time and wake time that are consistent. Number two, banish your phone from your bedroom. I'll say that again. Banish your phone from your bedroom. Uh, your mind share is, is definitely part of it, even if it doesn't go off in the middle of the night. And if you even once stare at that little screen in the middle of the night, it's going to wake you up. So banish your phone from your bedroom. That's number two. And number three is to keep your room dark and cool. We clearly sleep better when it's dark, and there's significant evidence that if it's slightly cooler, you're going to sleep a little bit better. So this has, again, been Vitality Explorer News Podcast. Uh, I would, uh, for this week, I would suggest that you go on Substack or go to vitalityexplorers.com to to join uh, us as we seek to enhance global vitality one person at a time. Thank you again for for listening. Uh, Please uh, share this with uh, somebody if you found this interesting and post some comments on Substack as I'm constantly trying to make it it better and uh, look forward to seeing you next week for Vitality Explorer News.